me today. Father, right now, we just invite you in. We invite you into this place. We ask that you would just move in our hearts today. God, we pray as we, as we watch this story, as we listen to this message, that you would speak directly to us about one of life's most important principles that we can choose and hold on to. We love you, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we all say, well, give me a good amen, local city. Yes, and I'm gonna count to three and we're gonna pop this together. Thank you, Ben, that was awesome, but I wanna hear the sound. I'm in a great mood today. If you know where my sports loyalties lie, you know why I'm in a great mood, but I'm also in a great mood because it's Blockbuster Sundays. All right, so ready? Get your cans up, everybody. Here we go in three, two, one. Oh, yeah, let's watch it. Today we're going to examine the movie Christopher Robin. And I have to admit, I love this movie. Maybe it's because some of my happiest memories revolve around the story of Winnie the Pooh. Whether it's moments from my own childhood or now experiencing them with my kids as we read the stories and watch the movies. But maybe it's also because I need the message that this movie so powerfully portrays. Now the movie may seem silly to you, but it's actually pretty serious. Winnie the Pooh was created by A.A. A. Milne, and he named the character Winnie the Pooh after a teddy bear owned by his son, Christopher Robin Milne, on whom the character Christopher Robin was based. Christopher Robin named the stuffed bear Winnie because of a bear he saw at the zoo named Winnipeg. And the rest of Christopher Milne's toys, Piglet, Eeyore, and Tigger, were incorporated into Milne's stories as inspirations for these characters. And what's incredible, is that each character lived in this place called the Hundred Acre Wood, and they actually can represent different aspects of human personalities. Now, of course, we know Winnie the Pooh, who represents simplicity, innocence, a love for food, and most importantly, he symbolizes the childlike joy and ability to find contentment in the simple pleasures of life. Then you have this crazy tiger named Tigger, and Tigger is a bouncy and energetic character who represents enthusiasm and a zest for life. Keep going with the depressed donkey Eeyore, who is gloomy yet endearing. A donkey who symbolizes sadness and pessimism. Then you have a nervous little pig named Piglet, a timid and anxious character who represents fear and vulnerability. Then throw in an obsessive compulsive rabbit and an annoying know-it-all owl, you have the characters of the Hundred Acre Wood we've pretty much got maybe what you experienced this past week in celebrating Thanksgiving with your relatives and your family. Think of it this way. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, is it really that happy? Oh, I hope we don't burn the turkey. Hey, the fork goes on that side of the plate. You know, the first Thanksgiving was celebrated in November of 1961. <laughs> Who knows? One of my favorite verses in all of scripture is Romans 15, 13 
It says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. The title of our conversation today is Choose Joy. I really pray this morning that amidst the silliness and stuffed animals, you would open your hearts and truly lean in to what God wants to show us. This whole film centers around Christopher Robin, who has now grown up and is leaving the Hundred Acre Wood. And in the process, he's forgotten not only his friends, but life's wonders and joys. He's become all work and no play, all work and no joy. At this stage in his life, Christopher Robin has become a workaholic, neglecting time with his family, and has allowed the stresses and responsibilities of life to truly rob him of who he once was. Does that speak to any of us today? Has the burdens of our life cost us the things that truly matter? Have we allowed ourselves to get so busy that we are losing the blessings of the real life and joy God created us for? Our story begins with Christopher Robin's farewell party from the 100 Acre Wood as he is sent off to boarding school. Here's our first clip. That'll do, please. Attention. Incredible diggers are excellent singers. It's lovely having you all here. Oh, it was very moving, that number. Now, um, we all know why we're here. It's a sad day. But I have um, asked my friend Eeyore. That's me. <coughs> I have asked him to propose a resolution. Uh, it's resolution. Yes, that's what I said. What's a resolution? After the poem. Um, Christopher Robin is going. Uh, at least I think he is. Where? Nobody knows. But he is going. I, I mean, he goes. Do we care? We do. Very much. Anyhow, we send our love. And uh, if anyone wants to clap, now is the time to do it. Wonderful. I love Christopher. There he is. He's here. <laughs> that was a lovely poem, Eeyore. It was nothing. Oh, sorry. It's just too bad it's over. I would have liked it to go on for a while longer. No, no, let's not get carried away. Come on, Pooh. Where are we? Where are we going, Christopher Robin? Nowhere. Oh, one of my favorite places. Saddle's too tight. What do you like to do best in the world, Pooh? Hmm. Well, what I like best is me and Piglet going to see you. And you say, what about a little something? And I say, well, I shouldn't mind a little something. And it being a humming sort of a day outside. I like that too, but what I like doing best is nothing. How do you do nothing? It's when people call out, what are you going to do, Christopher Robin? And you say, Oh, nothing, and then you go ahead and do it. Oh, yes. Doing nothing often leads to the very best of something. 
Winnie the Pooh says that what he likes doing best is nothing, because doing nothing often leads to the very best of something. Now that's a powerful truth. And I thought it would be an important reminder here on this Thanksgiving week. This truth is relatively easy to embrace as a kid, but life changes pretty quickly, doesn't it? Life has a way of keeping us from doing nothing, doesn't it? You grow up young and carefree. Then overnight, we have real responsibilities, real bills to pay, real stress to manage, and that's exactly what happened to Christopher Robin. You see, we start chasing things that truly can't fulfill us. It never ends. It wears us down step by step and eventually robs us of our joy. Somehow we know that this isn't how life should be, but it just is. It's like we're caught. We know that this isn't God's design for a person and it's not God's best for a person. We know we're supposed to live with a greater sense of purpose. And this movie reminds us that there is more to life than this than just spending all kinds, of, all kinds of time working and striving. And what can happen for most of us is that we not only lose our way, but we lose who we are. One of my all-time favorite verses is Psalm 46.10, which says, Be still and know that I am God. Write this down today. One of the greatest gifts God gives us is stillness. To take a deep breath and relax. It's an invitation to find rest, to be still and slow down, to remember that you are not God and that you need God. The truth is it's easy to forget this, to forget what we value, who we are, and what's truly important. Christopher Robin does just that. He forgets his friends and forgets who he is in this world. We learn in this movie that Christopher's father dies when he was just a boy, and it forces him to grow up really fast. And in a moment, he loses his childhood altogether. Moving forward to his adult life, he marries and has a little girl of his own, but he has to go off to war and literally misses the early years of his daughter's life. When he comes back from the war, works take over and responsibilities set in, his life, his family, his priorities, and his joy get lost in it all. In our next scene, Christopher Robin has planned a weekend away with his family, a much needed weekend away. But his boss tells him he now has to work the weekend and he has to break the news to his family. Ah, oh, Christopher. All work and no play, eh? Oh, Cecil. Um, speaking of play, the wife and I were just talking and uh, hate to be a persistent Peter, but we're still waiting for that gin rummy game. Oh, yes, yes. Well, one of these days, eventually. Eager to finally see how good you are. Madeline <laughs> <clears throat> wanted to wait for you, but it got so late. Yes, I'm sorry I got held up at work. I know. Catherine rang to let me know. She also said you'd be working this weekend. I suppose you won't be coming to the cottage. Well it, well, it can't be helped. I never can. Hello. What have you got there? Oh, um, it, it's yours. I found it in the attic. 
it has loads of things from when you were my age. Acorns. I mean, acorns. Nothing of any great importance. Don't you think you should be doing something more useful with your time? Reading, perhaps? I've already finished the book list that Grayford Prep sent. I'm way ahead. I've been very efficient. Oh, good. That's good. Yes, there's no work to do this weekend. We can do whatever we want. We'll go back to your cottage, play where you played. We can do puzzles, board games. Right, I, um, I wanted to talk to you about that. I can't come this weekend. Summer will be over soon. Mm, I have to stay for work. You and your mother will go. I never see you. Well, I wish I didn't have to stay for work, but... Dreams don't come for free, Madeline. You have to work for them. Nothing comes from nothing. Do, do you understand? I understand. I suppose you can keep these here, then. Yes. Do you think you could read to me for a minute? Well, of course. Yes. The Victorian era signified the height of the Industrial Revolution and was viewed as the apex of the British Empire. Oh, I've got a real good one here. It followed the Georgian period and preceded the Edwardian period. It Actually, Father. Yes? I'm a bit tired. Right. Yes, um... You sure? Hmm, of course. Well, good night. Good night. I've been thinking. You two don't have to go to the country tomorrow. We've been over this. She needs to play. Christopher not spent all of her time studying. Grayford Prep is the best. She told me she's done all the reading. Because she would do anything to please you. But there are perfectly good schools here in London that don't require us to send her away. And come on, Christopher, you know she doesn't want to go. I went away when I was her age. It'll prepare her for the real world. Set her up for a career which, well, isn't that our responsibility to her? What? Do you even like your job? What's that got to do with anything? You're going to hit your limit. One day you're going to crack. Ethelyn, look, if, if, I, if I work really hard now, then in the future, our life will be... Will be what? Will be better? Worse? We don't care. We want you. This is life, Christopher. This weekend is your life. Your life is happening now, right in front of you. Look. Hello. Yahoo. Remember me? I'm your wife. <laughs> As we can see, Christopher Robin's childhood value for doing nothing quickly slipped away. And like most of us, he let life steal the things that matter most. He even did what so many of us do. He came up with an excuse that he actually began to believe. He said, 
I have to work. I don't have a choice. Now, I know it might feel that way, but we always have a choice. In fact, here's the choice we need to make. Found in Psalm 118.24, this is the day the Lord has made. This is today. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, today. In other words, just like it says in that clip, is your life is happening now, right in front of you. The people that matter, they're all around you now. Your best chance to read a book to your child or spend time with your spouse is today. Today is your best chance to live the life Jesus calls you to. This is the day and there are no guarantees of tomorrow. Please hear this. Hear it as if God is speaking directly to you. Your life is today. And maybe God is using this silly old bear to remind us of this truth. Write this down. Enjoy life today, not when. Look at this story of Jesus found in Luke 10, 38 through 42. There's this moment that Jesus comes to visit the sisters Mary and Martha, who are friends of his. They're excited about Jesus coming and all the preparation to get ready for his arrival. And in the story, Mary sits right down in the middle with Jesus amidst all the hustle and craziness as Martha is working to get stuff done to serve Jesus. Luke 10 characterizes this moment in a very powerful way. Luke 10, 10 says, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. It's easy to get distracted, isn't it? I mean, Jesus is right there. But too many times we get so distracted by what needs to get done, we forget who is there. Write this down today. Jesus came to give you life, not obligations. In the following verses, Jesus reminds her, reminds Martha what the priority of life looks like. John 10, 41 through 42 says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. The one thing is knowing Jesus. It can be so easy for us to forget who we are and what is actually needed and who is sitting right there with us today in this moment in the auditorium right now. Listen, stuff has to get done. There are responsibilities in life that we cannot avoid, but it cannot replace what is needed. Our time with God, our relationship with Jesus. Sometimes we need someone to show up at an inconvenient or even unwanted time to remind us who we really are and what life is truly all about. What to do, what to do, what to do. What to do indeed. Who? Christopher Robin. No. No, 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 no. You, you can't be here. <laughs> this can't be happening. Oh, God, it's stress. It's not stress. God, I'm stressed. It's poo. So exhausted. Evelyn warned me. I like to be warmed, warmed and cozy. I've cracked. I've totally cracked. I don't see any cracks. A few wrinkles, maybe. Pooh. 
You're here. How are you here, Pooh? Oh, well, I went through the door through which Christopher Robin is known to appear, and now I'm here. But the tree I remember was behind the cottage in Sussex, not here in London. I suppose it's where it needs to be. There's no opening. There's no door on the other side. Oh, we must not need it anymore. Well, that's a silly explanation. Why, thank you. Are you glad to see me, Christopher Robin? It's pretty evident to see that Christopher Robin is not who he wants to be. He's lost his way. His soul is heavy and there is no joy left. Sound familiar to any of us at local city this morning? He knows in this moment he needs to help his silly old friend, Winnie the Pooh. And what's beautiful here in the scene is he goes back through the very door from his childhood. Sometimes it just takes going back to the same very Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, to remember who he is and who you are. The joy he so desperately wants you to live with could just be on the other side. Aren't you coming with me? I can't. I've got to go back to London. But I need your help. I've lost all of my friends. Perhaps they're back now and you can tell them all about your adventures. I would like to do that. Off you go then. Goodbye, Christopher. Goodbye, Pooh. What are you doing, Pooh? Sometimes when I'm going somewhere and I wait, a somewhere comes to me. Right, well, good luck with everything. I should need good luck, for I am a bear of very little brain. Right, well, goodbye. Goodbye. Look out, Pooh. Here I come. Pooh? Pooh! Pooh! So this is what this feels like. Are you stuck? Yes, it would appear that I am stuck. Honey! Oh, it's still here. Hundred Acre Wood. Well, I didn't expect to be here this morning. Was it always this gloomy? I don't believe so. I wonder where they all could be. Well, I was hoping you would know. Who? I haven't been here in years. How would I know? But you're Christopher Robin. Ah, right, yes. Well, the thing is to do this systematically. Oh, follow the simple honeybee. No, Pooh. The key is to head in just one direction to avoid getting lost, especially in all this fog. I always get to where I'm going by walking away from where I have been. Do you? 
That's the way I do it. Christopher, what do you do? I'm the efficiency manager at a luggage company. You must have many friends there. There's lots of people who rely on me. So, yes. No, I don't think of them as friends. That makes it harder if I have to let them go. Where will they go? I don't know, Pooh. I, I, I don't know. Did you let me go? I suppose I did. Come on, Pooh. What is that? It's a compass from the war. I still keep it with me. May I see the compass? Yes, I suppose so. Oh. Shall we follow this very handy arrow? Well, that's a very good idea. No, wait, Pooh. Keep us headed north. North. Oh, north. Yes, there's an N in front of it for north. That's what that means. Isn't this the same sign? Pooh, are you sure we're still heading north? Let me look. Well, you haven't been looking? Not since I started following these footsteps. Pooh, there are footsteps! Oh, we've just been going round in a great big circle! What's the matter with you? All you had to do was follow the compass. No, oh, but it led us to the heffalumps and the woozles. There are no heffalumps and woozles, do you hear? Oh, I should never have trusted you with it. I'm sorry. I'll put it back in the holder of important things. Oh, my papers! No, they're irreplaceable. I shall never remember all this. No, Pooh, you're right. You are a bear of very little brain. Do you know what'll happen if I lose one single sheet of this? Winslow will eat me for breakfast. A woozle will eat you for breakfast? Yes. A great big woozle will gobble me up. Well, that doesn't sound like fun. But that's the real world for you. Oh, Pooh, there's more to life than just balloons and honey. Are you sure? Silly bear. I don't know why you came back. I'm not a child anymore. I'm an, an adult with adult responsibilities. But you're Christopher Robin. No, not how you remember me. I'm sorry. You're right. You should let me go for a fish in the sea. A fish in the sea? No, efficiency. Have we lost ourselves? Have we forgotten who we truly are? My prayer today is that some of us will realize we're not who we used to be or we're not who we hope to be. Somewhere, somehow, we got off track. We got distracted and now we feel lost. I hope you remember, listen to me, local city. It's never too late to change. You'll always have a choice. If you feel lost in life or feel like you failed or fallen short, remember this, Jesus didn't come for the righteous. He came for the sinners. He, came, he didn't come for the healthy. He came for the sick. Jesus didn't come for those who are already found. He came searching for those who are lost. Maybe, just maybe, you're here today because Jesus is searching for you. 
Maybe as God, maybe God is trying to show you today, you can find joy again to live from the foundation of this verse, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. This is a sacred day before the Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Winnie the Pooh says in the previous scene, I always get to where I'm going by walking away from where I've been. Local city, today is the day you can walk away from where you've been and start heading in a new direction towards the full life Jesus has for you. You can move forward today. You don't have to stay stuck in your past. You can choose joy today. Choose a greater purpose. Choose a more significant life. Choose the promises of God. Choose to live with the hope of heaven. Choose today. You will not regret it if you do this. Choose joy. Hello, Pooh. Hello, Christopher Robin. I'm so sorry, Pooh. I'm so terribly sorry. I should never have shouted at you. Well, I am a bear of very little brain. No, Pooh. You are, I think, a bear of very big heart. You'll be happy to hear that everyone's safe and sound. I saved them from the heffalump, which was, in fact, well, me. And Al's weatherbane. I'm sorry I wasn't there. But I am rather glad that I was here, waiting for you. Thank you for waiting for me, Pooh. It's always a sunny day when Christopher Robin comes to play. Hmm. Not so sure about that. Not who I used to be. Of course you are. You're our friend. Look at how you saved everybody today. You are our hero. I'm not a hero, Pooh. I'm lost. But I found you, didn't I? <laughs> You're squashing me again. If you feel broken today, if you feel lost in this moment, God has found you. Write this down. Joy is what God gives, not what we work up. This is what God does. He takes lost people like you and me, and he finds us again. God is always near, and his spirit is always calling, leading us to something different, something better, pressing you onward and forward to something new. Ask God for more. Allow Jesus to work in your life. You may feel today you have to do something or you have to work to get back into relationship with God. It's not like that at all. Romans 5, 8 says, but God, I love a good but God, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. It's not about anything we can do or have done. It's about the person and love of Jesus that always comes to rescue us. Let's watch our final clip together as Christopher Robin undergoes his full transformation 
to finally choose joy again. I was pretending that there was a heffalump, but of course there wasn't really a heffalump. Are you hearing I... yourself? You need to quit. Well, I think that decision's about to be made for me. Stick with me, things like I'll fix it. You worry too much. We'll never get to Christopher now. Maybe we should ask if anyone's seen a bear or a tigger or a very small donkey. Darling, these creatures aren't real. Don't worry, this is part of the plan. Careful, we don't want to fly out. We just need a leap of faith. <laughs> Listen, I will call Dr. Cunningham on Monday. I think with the right amount of rest. And... <laughs> Digger! Eeyore! Piglet! Huh. My plan worked. I don't know how I do it. You must be Christopher Robin's wife. Ha! <laughs> how do you do? My bum hurts. And now this. Oh. What over here? Sort of. Some sort of medal? Voodoo emblem, do you think? Madness takes many forms, but... I thought you were working on this, too. Don't you have a copy? Um, I have an alternative oh. solution. I'm listening. We fire the entire efficiency department for a start. Let's get going. Oh. Where's Madeline? She's in a truck, headed Wooselwoods. Wooselwoods? Winslow's. Ooh, Winslow's. Drive to Winslow's. Winslow's. That's the matter. Yes. Where are the others? They must have gone off on their own expedition. At least they left us the important papers. We need to get these to Father right away. Come on, Pooh. Christopher. Yes, sir. Is that a talking donkey? Well, it's a Eeyore. Eeyore, this is Evelyn, my wife. Hello, Evelyn, my wife. Hello, talking donkey. How are you doing today? Don't get me started. your papers. I'm so sorry. Madeline, darling, that doesn't matter. You're safe. That's all that's important. Not my papers. But your work is so important. I thought that maybe if I brought you your papers that, that you wouldn't send me away and we could all be together. I saved a little bit. Sweetheart, I was wrong about work. I was wrong about everything, and I'm so sorry. I've been a father of very little brain. I lost myself, Maddie. And I almost lost you, my most precious love. I don't want you to go away. 
You don't have to go to boarding school. You can stay here with us, and I'll never let you go. And I'll read you a bedtime story every night. I'd like that. Then maybe I'll choose from that one. <laughs> All right. Oh, you gave us a real fright. Disastrous expedition. Well, I don't know about that, Eeyore. It all depends on how you look at things. Darling, you're a genius! Oh. <laughs> Come on! Oh, off we go again. Come on, does that help anybody today? Come on, let's stand to our feet as we close today. Man, I love just the message of this whole theme today. It's up on the screen. It says, choose joy. And I want to read that verse to you from Romans chapter 15, verse 13. I just think today can be so simple in the approach of what God's trying to speak to you. And in Romans 15, 13, it says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. And then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I love the order of this verse where Paul is telling us that you will overflow and be filled completely with joy and peace. And I think the order of that's so important. So many times we can be waiting for peace in our life, for life to slow down, for everything that we want to achieve to be achieved, for everything to be the way that we want, and then we will choose joy. Then we feel like we can be happy. Then we feel like we can put a smile on our face. But the whole theme of today is realizing today is the day to live your life. Today is the day that Lord, the Lord has made. Today is the day where we can choose joy and be filled with the hope of Jesus in our life because hope has a name, and that name is Jesus. Do you feel broken today? Do you feel lost in life? Do you feel overworked? Do you feel stressed? Do you feel like you've neglected the things that are the most important in your life? Do you feel like you've allowed that inner child to be destroyed? by all the things that have happened to you or all the things that have happened around you. I think very strategically, this movie is really simple and fun because we need to remember that life should be simple and fun. We take ourselves too seriously. We take this too seriously. And we forget that Jesus came to give us relationship. Jesus came to give us relationship and love on us so that we could be filled with joy in our lives day in and day out. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me today as we finish?